T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio. 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. Anybody who remembers the 84 Raiders at Soldier Field against the Bears defense that knocked out starting quarterback Mark Wilson, and they immediately put in backup quarterback David Hum, who was then almost killed. So they cart off David Hum. They're looking for Ray Guy, the punter, the emergency quarterback. He's hiding in the trench underneath the bench, covering himself up with towels so they can't find him because he didn't want to be quarterback against the Bears' defense. Lawrence Holmes. Dan, who hit three-pointers in this game? DeMar was 5 of 5. He had an Arby's game? First of all, he took five three-pointers and made them all. How about that? DeMar took five three-point shots. What have we been asking for? Four. Four Four game? Look at the difference that it makes. Take five, make two. That's all I'm asking. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. What did uh, TLC say? Hey, you fired up. That's not what TLC <laughs> said. They said, don't go chasing waterfalls. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. I don't mind Jimmer say to this beat. It works. Oh, man. I got something for you. Um, Man, I forgot to to give it to Rankin. I don't even know if it should be. It should just be something that I text you. But since you're standing Mm -hmm. here, I can just tell you. So, you know the movie Juice? Omar Epps. Sip the juice. I got enough to go around. Yes. the thought takes place uptown. Correct. Your guy, my guy, rock him. I found out there's a, a reel yesterday that I saw where Rakim explains that he's actually playing the drums on that song. What? Yeah. So he was saying how he couldn't find the right sample for it. And he's like going through his lyrics and going through his lyrics. And he goes to the studio and the producers had lined up like all these like drum break beats for him to check out. And he's like, I'm not feeling that either. And he said, is that a drum set? And they were like, yep. He's like, put a mic on it. And he did the drums for the theme song from the movie. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't realize the musicality of some of the people they only know as rappers. I mean, you know, like, Flavor Flav 
has got a reputation as you know being sort of a clowny, outsized yeah. character, multi instrumentalist. Same thing with Most Def is is why Most Def is one of my favorites. Like I was listening to his uh, debut album Black on Both Sides when I was in Arizona. It's so good, and a lot of the stuff that he was talking about. God, what is it now? Twenty five years ago. Like it's still a really relevant album, which sometimes in hip hop is not always attainable. <laughs> and he's got a song called Water where he's talking about the fight for water. And it's just so good and so well thought out. But that guy, I mean, I use a lot of his, I use one of his instrumentals, May December, as my closed music for a really long time when I did a solo show. But I love seeing when those guys it that they're less afraid now to talk about their musicianship. Well, I think Beastie Boys did some of that when they decided, look, it's enough of this. Let's we, enough, we, enough of the thing that we're doing. Yeah, we can all play. Let's yeah, play. Like, like, let's bring back the, the Cookie Puss stuff and actually play some instruments too. And I think that it, it helps find voices. Like, I remember, do you remember this? Because like, I feel like it was kind of an iconic moment, but maybe it was only iconic for me. When MTV would do the acoustic shows... Mm-hmm. Unplugged. And they had LL Cool J do it. And he had never really worked with a band before. And he was saying how he was so used to being like, oh, run that back, run that back in the studio. And then he's with live musicians. He's like, oh, oh, there's a different way that Mm -hmm. we're supposed to do this when it comes to it. Oh, yeah. Human interaction. Coordination. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, but I love when I get to see some of those guys like show off some of their musicianship because most of them probably started by picking up an instrument and then you start figuring out that there are other tools to allow your creativity to grow. But I had no idea that Rockin played the drums. And I'm just sitting there watching this thing like the God MC also plays trumps. That's so cool. You can't beat that. Is there video? Yeah, I'll send it to is, There's no video of him playing the drums. Him talking there, about it? Yeah, but okay. there's video of him talking about I'd it. I'd love to see There's that. a couple bleeps that we have to take out, but but yeah, I think that you will really, really enjoy it. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. We've got Ray Diaz and Mike Rankin, Brandon Fryer, and Connor O'Donnell, and much to discuss today with a lot going on. Uh, I, I will just say that... I was I was taken aback yesterday when we got on the air and we found out that, that Bobby Hull had died. And I was taken aback by the fact that the station ran those maudlin promos with the voiceover and the score remembers. And I, I don't – I think we know each other well enough that I can – I'm just going to be totally straight up with you about sort of what, what I was going through and where my feelings were. And I was really, really disappointed because uh, I, I know that we know – better i i know that that uh, that you the the longtime score listener for the most part this was reflected in the text response the response on twitter that uh, understanding the whole picture of that and for me for me what made it worse was it it almost felt like some of that cheapened what we've just went through just last week with lynn bramer you know, who who was one of the great human beings to ever walk the face of the earth and a really dear friend and it it bothered me that we that we kind of snapped into action and like oh let's do the celebrity death thing without really thinking about it and really think about what what are we doing and it 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 bothered me on that level deeply and 
I think there was uh, – I did some passive-aggressive things uh, into some commercial reads that were noticed by some. And if you heard me off the air, it was not pretty. And our suits aren't here. So I don't know what, what's automatic. I don't know if we've got a million obituaries in the can like a lot I, of I – w- I would imagine that we do considering – you know how we jokingly play around with breaking news that happens. That, sure. I, that, we that do that a Mitch lot of and that. Russ, they, they sit and they, they have contingencies upon contingencies for all sorts of stuff. But I, I, I think that you hit on it where it felt like, oh, this is the boilerplate thing to do. When someone dies, famous athlete dies without considering everything else and considering all of the context. Now, and I think it ran twice, and there was some communication, and then it then it didn't run anymore because there there was and and I want to I'm going to thank you, the score listener, if you texted, tweeted, twitched, saying asking correctly, "Hey, score, what are you doing?" That was the right instinct. That was that was correct, and passing that along mattered, and I think that exchange was real and important. And I was it, it made me feel good to know how many of you out there that you out there also knew and understood and felt strongly enough. I, I thought that that was important, and and the fact is the right thing ended up getting done. I think that what we did as a station is what people kind of do collectively, which is some of the, the problem with it where there's a paint by numbers way to talk about someone when they die. That's where I brought up the concept of, you know, don't speak ill of the dead and people feel strongly about that because, and I, I wonder what role media capital M has in that because of how, like I was saying to you, people our age and older came up with how the news, capital N, reacts to someone's death. This is what an obituary looks like. This is how we do an obituary on local television. This is how we do it nationally. Yeah, the standard form of of remembering the good. I and there were, there were some really smart people talking this through yesterday, and and I think the idea where whatever the roots are of don't speak ill of the dead, whether it's superstition, whether it's religion, it's bad policy. Yeah, and, and the reason is the reason why don't speak ill of the dead is bad policy is because it reinforces, it covers for bad actors. It normalizes bad behavior. It covers for bad actors. It says, well, this person did a lot of awful things, but when they die, isn't the time to talk about it. Well, that's the first time a lot of people have heard of this person. It's the first time a lot of people are learning history. And when we talk about teaching history, it is imperative that we teach the discomfort with the comfort, and if not highlighting the discomfort, to learn from it, to grow from it, and to be better. The most important aspects of teaching history involve some of the most painful things that are sometimes hard to discuss. But that's what matters the most Mm -hmm. about history. Whether it's individual history or the history of a nation, 
when Richard Nixon died in 1994. That's when I first remember, when I was old enough to understand and wonder, what the hell are we doing here? That was the first time when I saw all of the retroactive hagiography of Richard Nixon. Well, he repaired relationships with China. Well, look, 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 what, look what he did ultimately when he was much more of a statesman in his older age, when he went to China. Man, one of, the, one of our most evil, corrupt politicians in the history of this country. And, and, if you, and if you follow the threads about the people who surrounded him and how they still, still have a role in the worst aspects of U.S. government and politics today, a lot of that has to do with a failure and a lack of guts to teach history because people don't speak, quote-unquote, ill of the dead. It's not speaking ill. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. And people can change, people improve, people learn, people evolve, people do dumb stuff, people do stuff they regret. I've, I've done and said dumb stuff that I regret, but I've tried to use that as a starting point to be better and to learn and to be aware and to understand. And I think that matters and that's part of the story and that's part of the truth Bobby Hall never did. Well, the the repenting aspect of it is also something, and and you're stuck in between remembrance and celebration, and those are two different things. Like you can remember Bobby Hall without, and you could even celebrate his hockey accomplishments without celebrating the man because of all of the horrible things that the man did, and beyond the things that he did and he said. There was never, ever a moment where Hull had a self-realization about the things that he had done and said. That, that if you were looking for the thing that would put him on the road to redemption, it usually starts with, I was wrong, dot, dot, dot. I got this wrong. I was a bad husband. I was a bad father. I'm trying to change. There's never that with Bobby Hall. It was always, I'm always this man. I've always been this man. I always will be this man. And people take a lot of pride in sticking to their guns when sometimes what you need to do is an audit of yourself and say, where can I look to change to try and get better? That's where it's, I am someone that does believe in in redemption or people trying to redeem themselves, but you have to meet a, the minimum bar. The minimal requirement of I got this wrong. I'm sorry. I did bad things. I'm sorry. I'm working on being better. And there's really no place where that is the case with Bobby Hall. He doubles and triple downs, triple down on everything that he's done with the backdrop being the saving grace of it for him is, well, I was a great hockey player. And there were people that ignored all of that stuff and kept allowing him to, to just be the great hockey player and never really put into question what, what the man was all about. And being able to not being able to separate the two things and understand 
how that looks to the outside well, world. And, and you know that's part of a larger problem is the idea that on a separate track that a sporting event accomplishment or career can somehow redeem the other things. And this is this is where I bristle when it's like, well, there were 36 people shot at this college, but there's a football game Saturday. Right. It's 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 some of that mentality. Some of this this guy you know, you know threw a cup of tobacco, spit at his kids, and beat his wife. But you know he's a, he, they need a fifth starter, and he can sure throw it. It's it's stuff like I've all that's always bothered me about what sports has done. Where sports should the the glories of sports are why we enjoy sports. But we, we should have the bandwidth to understand all of it, and especially in cases like this to teach the history. So it, it just it, it disappointed me. Uh, that the Chicago Tribune waited until after the jump in their story. It's like paragraph 16. And even some of the other code words within the sports coverage, complicated legacy. No, no, it's really easy. It really isn't complicated. It's, it's complicated for the writer sometimes. It's complicated for the editor. It's, com- the, they, the, it's you're, the, the complication is projection. Mm. Saying, I'm struggling to deal with this because I'm having a problem confronting the truth. Therefore, it's complicated for me. Or I'm or I'm having a hard time conveying right. this where you do have to almost silo it and say, if you want to celebrate all of the goals, if you want, here's, here's the history of Bobby Hull. One of the greatest players that's ever played, obviously really important to the, the history of the organi- organization of the Blackhawks. Also, this, you know, Mm -hmm. assault, 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 buddying up to Nazism. You know, there's all of that stuff, too, where you can make the case. And and I guess like each each person who writes it has to figure out how to display it. But I I agree with you that that's something that should go up front. Like, let's if you're going to tell the story, tell the story. And we all know it's it's more words when it comes to the written word, but usually people tap out on reading things once you get to about 600 words. Mm-hmm. So if you are doing some of that stuff below the fold, I'm actually kind of surprised that throughout what I was seeing on social, and social is not always a great indicator of knowledge, but seeing people that were like, well, wait, what did he do? Well, uh, can I hold up a specific example of that? And you sent this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I want to re- say, when people say, it, this is an example of how it's not difficult. And all you have to be is aware and grown up. And, and open and to open. someone giving you information that you don't have. Now, I don't know Dean Richards, the entertainment reporter and I critic do. of WGN-TV. I, I like him very much. Yeah, I don't, I don't know Dean but he is a, a Chicago fixture, a Chicago institution. Yes, one of the greatest radio people in the history of our business here in Chicago. And he posted the, uh, a tweet 20 hours ago. I'll read it uh, uh, verbatim. Earlier, I posted a polite message about the death of Bobby Hull. I met him many times, and he was a gentleman. I've since learned from many of you about other aspects of his life that I deplore. I've removed my original post and stand corrected, thanks. That's how it's done. It's pretty easily done, and I like that. Dean's feisty on Twitter. Like, he's real feisty on Twitter. Like, he he will fight you on stuff, and I love it because, you know, 
he has not he doesn't have to prove anything to anybody at this point in his career. But look at that. Like that that's kind of how you should approach it. But it wasn't just Dean. Like I, I think that that there are there are even fans of the Blackhawks that don't know the story of Bobby Hall other than the mythology of Bobby Hall, the player. And maybe they think of Bobby and Stan as a tandem. You know what I mean? Which isn't fair to Stan. It's really not fair to Stan, considering the man that Stan was in comparison to who Bobby was. But I saw a lot of that. I saw, wait, why are people upset? What truth need, What needs to be told? What did he do? And then you go, are you actually going to actively look and pay attention and look at some of his quotes and look at some of the reports on him? Or are you just trying to feign ignorance to it? I think, it, I, I think that it ends up being a lot of people didn't know. But when it comes to news organizations, there's a much higher standard than that when you are doing when you're giving three minutes in a 30-minute newscast to talk about Bobby Hall that's enough time to talk about it all I was very disappointed in the news section of the Tribune this morning I thought sports did a better job they didn't do as good a job as the athletic or defector or some other outlets did but I was I was disappointed that I had to flip, dead spin too. I, I had to flip through that that first section and get way 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 down to find any reference to anything other than hockey glory. Yeah, and and I've been trying to work through this since we had the conversation last night on why we do it, and I offered some suggestions yesterday on why, and I'm really happy to see the people that were around the Blackhawks or are around the Blackhawks the most, I think doing the best job of covering the death of Bobby Hall and why, why news doesn't pick up the lead from sports in that regard. You know, like if you're, if you're running a news station here in Chicago and I'm not trying to single anybody out cause it was kind of everywhere. Are you relying on your sports people? Are your are your producers and writers are they going with just like the AP copy of an obituary right. on Bobby Hall or are you going to read Mark Lazarus? Especially especially here. Right. 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 Or are you reading Scott Powers and like wow, why did he have that reaction and then you know you that that ascends up to the way that the story is written. Maybe it changes the way that you're going to produce the piece where you're going to treat it like a real news story instead of just sports has a way of um, infiltrating news in a way that I am sometimes uncomfortable with. And I ran into this where when I was at channel five, like if it were, Let's say it's a big game for the Blackhawks, and the Blackhawks oh. are going to be on NBC. Sports oh, we talked Chicago. about it, and you got news anchors in Blackhawks colors, right? And I would often be in colors that weren't even close to that because it. I didn't want to come off as 
cheering for in that role. Like, I think that that's a very important, like, separation that needs to happen. But sports has a way of the connection that the news directors want their anchors to have with the audience is sometimes tied in with the connection to the sports teams. And it often colors, in my opinion, the way that sports is covered. And part of the there's – a, there's a larger contextual issue with the, what's going on now with this story and the fact that it's the Chicago Blackhawks because of what that organization perpetrated. Yes. Because of specifically – what that organization during the greatest era of their existence, what we now know was actually going on and the gall that it takes to continue fanning the flames and banging the drums of hockey, hockey, hockey. When we know now the, who has lost jobs and, and what that organization did that allowed another kid at least one other kid that we know of to be victimized and the strong arming under john mcdonough that was being done to keep reporters from finding out what was going on and the fact that the leaders of your team in jonathan taves and patrick kane who knew what was going on with kyle beach who knew about the hazing in practices at the very least saw it and heard it in the locker room, on the ice, if not participated in it, at the very least saw it and heard it and didn't do everything in their power to stop it. And to this day, haven't said boo about it or apologized about it is part of the reason why, until further notice, I'm done with them. Yeah, things in your business. You don't work for the company. If someone in the company asks that question, we'll answer it. And that's another part of it. Uh, a couple texters said, "Cause you guys, I'm going to cancel my subscription to the Tribune." I, no, I think yeah. that's probably an overreaction. I, I think that you, what you do, what you do, is that if you do have some displeasure, voice that displeasure with the Tribune or with the Sun Times. Like you guys, you guys voice your displeasure with us all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the thing too. I, I think especially the Tribune Sports Department. Now, with the especially with the influence of Shakia Taylor uh, and Amanda Kashubi and Amanda Kashubi and Megan Montemuro, I love the direction of their sports department. I I agree. They're they're doing a lot of smart, cool stuff. But if you like, I I don't think that because really what you're doing is you're hurting like great journalists that are doing their jobs at, at the Tribune, and and it could be a great journalist who just got it wrong this time. It's not always going to be right. The standards should be high, especially for the newspaper of record in the Midwest. But the knee-jerk reaction of, I'm just going to cancel my subscription, I I would look long and hard at that and just say, it's okay. to You can fire off an email. Yeah, and I think the value of you having a subscription and, and having that investment in local news is more important than just taking issue with with the handling of one particular story. I, right. I, I think you can exist on a lot of levels. Yeah, so. yeah. Like you don't you don't have to go from zero to a hundred. You can you can just be like, man, that was disappointing. And even if you don't want to fire off, like you can. What here's what I would suggest: 
if you are if you are contemplating like canceling a subscription or thinking about not listening to a particular station or whatever, I would say mark this down as a point of reference mm-hmm. and say the next time when something like this happens, how do they react? Like, did they learn from this experience? Was the coverage different? And then build, build a case. Like, to me, this isn't a case for I'm, can't, I'm done and I'm canceling my subscription. It's a, it's a case for, all right, well, they, this wasn't their best work. How can they do their best work? I'm going to let them know that they can do better and I'm going to expect better. And then build your case going forward. But I think it ends up punishing a lot of people that had nothing to do with the writing of the piece no, and especially, to jump out the window on a subscription. Especially one of many newsrooms really under a lot of pressure when it comes to what all the capital management has done to strip them down. There are, there are people that are doing the, the jobs of three, four people. And and that has to be understood, too, to see what some of these these great broadsheet newspapers are are forced to do based on who owns them and what's happened to the business model. They're still critical to a, a fully functioning society, especially in a, in a major city like this. So I, I think the, the investment in what they do and what the Sun-Times does is still very important. Real quick, because we do need to take a break, but I, I do want to um, speak to this texter who says, hypocrites, if you think Taves and Kane knew, then there had to been media members that knew. What I'm trying to explain to you, and I don't know how more plainly I can say this, the way things worked during that period of Blackhawks history is very rare that you even got pieces about these guys because at the highest level of the Blackhawks organization, they were manicuring and doing their best to not let reporters in, to not let reporters do features. And in some cases, if you were on to a story that had negative connotations for the Blackhawks, you were threatened. You were strong-armed. And there's a difference between knowing and being able to publish something, being able to report something. The standard of the place that you work determines how you go about that process. I can hear a rumor about something. And unless I get verification from multiple independent sources, you can't report it because you'll get sued. I hope that that helps you understand a small process of journalism. We'll take a break. Do you want to keep going or there's something else that I've been meaning to talk about, but if there's something. No, I just, I need, I just, there was a lot there that I needed to, to say and about which I wanted to be transparent and I feel better having done it. Okay. There's, there's a, a player movement thing that hit me harder than I expected. And I want I wanted to run it past you and talk about it. We'll do that back after this. It's Bernstein and Holmes here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bernstein at Homes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. You're going into this season thinking about retirement after the season. Have you thought about it all? About nope, like this? she haven't thought about it. I answered the question for you. <laughs> She's not thinking about it. I'm not. I told you it's going to be the off season when I know. When I go to lift my leg over that Peloton and it doesn't go up and I don't want to get on it, that's when I'm going to... That, that's it. Big Sylvia Fowles and Candace Parker talking about retirement. Big Syl did retire. Her and Sue Bird went on a whole retirement thing throughout the season. Luckily, people started to come around and give Big Syl her flowers. Candace Parker signed with Vegas or is going to sign with Vegas and be one of the aces. And Danny, like, I was like, oh, like I had this kind of moment of disappointment with it. And you have to like, pull yourself back. It's not your life. Like, why are you disappointed? But I, I felt like, I was like, man, Candace did all the, the right stuff. And then she came on home and she won a title. And I'm just but like, she doesn't live here anymore. I know. I know. <laughs> I, know home. I know. And I, it just felt very storybook, even with the season that this guy had uh, last year. I'm just like, Oh, I th- I thought she was kind of like I here's all the things that I needed to do. Here's all I'm getting all the infinity stones and now I can go to the garden and just hang out. And she's one of our coolest professional athletes that, that we've had here. There's, with, with a big national platform. Yes, there's no doubt. I just it, it hit me harder than I was like, "Oh, she signed with the Aces?" Oh, man. The sky thing, by the way, looking like a real rebuild. Not happy about it. Not happy at all. But I just wanted to mention that. And good luck to her in Las Vegas. I'm sure it'll be fun. It's just like, CP3, you're going to leave us? It's too bad. We need to take a break. When we come back, there are other things that we need to discuss. And we will do so next here on The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. There it is. Now, now I can hear Rakim actually on the drums on this, and it changes the way I can I can hear the song. That's that's so cool. It's uh, I'll rank and I'll send you the story, Ray. You'll have to edit it, and then we can hear from the God MC himself uh, about this a little bit later on. By the way, thanks to uh, Dale Bowman of the Sun Times. I love Dale, who Bowman. Uh, let us know. This was Ben Pope's Sun-Times lead. Quote, Bobby Hull, the former Blackhawks star nicknamed the Golden Jet, with a legacy tarnished by off-ice transgressions, has died. That's accurate and fair. There you go. Even before you can say what happened before you even say he died. Yep. And you can and you can say what he was and all that stuff, and then you can go into telling the story. Yep. I I I do think that you hit on something with the idea of the level of comfort that people feel when it comes to talking about the dead. And you're right. Like, is it superstition? Is it religion? Is it um, a sense of morality that always wants that person to be redeemed upon their death? And my whole thing is, at, at least when it comes to the public aspect of that person's life. Like, were they actually seeking redemption? Cause if you're seeking it, okay, cool. I'm, I'm down with that. But if you're not, and you're going to double and triple down on some of your thoughts, it's not, I don't want to just give that away. Right. To someone who's not seeking it. Uh, I have a, a couple of nuggets of information for you and a question. Okay. You ready? Obviously, this is the first time that we are seeing two black quarterbacks play in the Super Bowl against each other. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. So that's pretty cool. There have been seven black quarterbacks who have started a Super Bowl. There have been three who have won it. Can you name the three? The three who've won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Doug Williams. Yes. Has won one. As starters? Yeah. It's oh. right in front of your face. One of the other. Patrick Mahomes. Correct. And who's the third? Without looking up, you, you boys want to guess? I, I had uh, Williams and Mahomes. I, I don't know the I, third I'd, one. I'd have to. It's recent. Russ? Yep. There you go. Wilson? There you go. Now, how many black for- quarterbacks are in the Hall of Fame? I forget about Russell Wilson. How many are in the in? I mean, his season this year would definitely lead you to forget about Warren him. Moon is in the hall, and that's it. That's all. That's it. Well, that'll change. Yeah, I mean this this generation of quarterback will help to change it for sure. 
and the quarterbacks that end up uh, coming up behind them are going to change that. But it was I was listening to um I was listening to I guess technically Tom Brady's podcast, but it was Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald. Because, you know, Tom hasn't figured out what the F he's going to do. And if he effing knew that he was going to do it, he'd effing tell everybody what he was going to do. And they were talking about it. And it was it was interesting hearing Larry's reaction because Jim had brought it up. And Jim was like, is this a topic that we should talk about? And Larry said, yeah, like it's very noteworthy. And it's noteworthy because of how things have gone in the NFL. But he said that he wants there to be an emphasis he wants people to talk about it. i think larry and i disagree on this point he wants people to talk about it but he would be surprised if the two quarterbacks cared and i'm like no nah, they care about this like it being historic i don't that that's not going to change their preparation i was there for the press conferences between lovey smith and tony dungy where you have two black coaches facing off for the first time. And it was weird because it was it because Lovey got there first. Technically Lovey is the first black coach to reach the Super Bowl because of the schedule. The AFC championship game was the late game that year too. But there is something that's really cool about this. And when you think about Warren moon being in the hall of fame and how there aren't, black quarterbacks to follow him yet into the hall of fame. It's very scary and it's very cool to see where the game has gone and seeing these two guys out there in front and having an opportunity to win the super bowl and play against each other in super bowl. I think it's great. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to that line of question and the responses we get from Jalen hurts and Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. on the subject. And I don't think it'll take away from them getting ready to play the Super Bowl. It's it's a it's a really it's 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 literally historic. It's huge. It was sort of like when when Lovey Smith and and Tony Dungy faced off, and hearing what 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 Doug Williams himself has had to say about how much it individually means to him. Just listen to him. Listen to what he like what he has to say. Where he's choking back tears, talking about what it what it symbolizes to him. That's what I'm interested in. And it, it, it what matters less what I think and, and matters more what what one of the actual pioneers thinks about this. Wasn't it wasn't it Doug Williams who's actually asked at the Super Bowl, so how long have you been a black quarterback? Yes. <laughs> My whole life. <laughs> right. uh, uh, how do you want me to answer that? When we come back, Ike Reese, who knows everything about the Philadelphia Eagles as the co-host of the 94 WIP Afternoon Show and the former Eagles Pro Bowl linebacker, will talk some football on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.